I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé, Season 7, Episode 2, Truth, Bitter Truth. We get um, introduced this time to Ed. We have Libby and Andre, Jenny and Summit, um, Jovi and Yara, Kimberly and Usman, Bilal and Shaida. Where do you, or Shaida, forgive Shida. me. Where do we want to start? Jenny and Summit, I think, is the big one because yeah. of the fight. Yeah, that was crazy. I think we argued about it. Not argued, but... Discussed it. Because for me, an argument would be what they had. <laughs> That was something. I don't think we've ever had one of those. That was something else. Mm-hmm. I watched it, um, kind of was grabbing some screenshots. So I kind of saw it, a bit of it first, not quite with the detail that we did. And when I saw it, I'm thinking, you know, I'm on team um, Jenny until I watched it with you and you, c- and then I listened to it. And then I was the reverse. When I saw the clip, I was on team Submit because who blows up like that? But then I watched the whole thing in context, and then I was like, you know, I get it. And I pointed out to you, it's the same thing I said before. When somebody is feeling like they're about to explode about something, and they tell you, leave it, mm-hmm. and they walk away, then you need to leave it and let them walk away. Don't follow them. Don't try to engage them. Don't insist they talk about it when they've already said, calmly, with an edge. <laughs> That they need not to talk about it. She, she separated, and then he. you see him, he was sitting on the couch, and then all of a sudden, I think everything got to him, and he took off to the room mm-hmm. about, do I need to, I think it was need to coddle you, or yeah. whatever oh, it don't was. Don't talk to me like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> you want to set somebody off. <laughs> he told her that she was overreacting. Yeah. I mean, he's in, I, what I didn't realize is he's probably in a tough place. He and, is. I get that. And, and don't. It's tough for all of them. We see this in the large context of, what, these three years or so that they've been a part of our TV viewing. Mm -hmm. But they're not thinking that. They're literally in that very moment. Uh And and it's – so for us, we go, well, you know, Summit, you brought this on yourself by not separating yourself from your parents earlier. But it's it's bigger than that. Mm -hmm. This was one of the most real – events we've ever seen on 90 day yeah for her i see that her anger and frustration and her immediate hostility that was so explosive stems from fear she is afraid that as in the past repeatedly again and again he's shown that when put in the middle he's going to go to his parents Mm -hmm. and she's afraid now that she's his wife, that that still doesn't keep him from going to his parents. This looks like faced with a choice. The ultimate ultimatum. Yeah. Is what it is. You're not even invited to your own parents' funeral. <laughs> and little did that I know woman is wicked. that that's actually possible. Yeah, she is so wicked. Really? Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of substance to this. This is more of a continuation from last week. But it was so raw. Yeah. It's like the cameras aren't there. 
We right. see some stuff that gets manufactured or things that we think are producer induced. Uh-huh. This is real. Yeah. How they keep the cameraman out of the shot, I don't <laughs> know. Right. Because this is one of those that's that's just on fire. Yeah, we know I, we know there's people hiding in the closet and right, they're <laughs> popping everywhere. out from around the corner they, they, in the bathroom. I mean what they're they, ready to pop out and keep rolling. What they ought to do is all run around with a green screen in front of them. Right, And right. so they could just edit it out That's whenever fine. possible. I, I just, um, I was just in shock of how emotion-filled this was. Yeah. And look. It's pretty uh, intense. She went mad pretty quick and she pretty did. extreme. Yeah. It leads me to think that this is just a reaction of hers. She has an anger issue. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's hard because I don't think you can take a side here. One. Well, I would say that except you would expect that she would have had that reaction a million times before. I think she has. I mean, really, I think this is the culmination of Mm. years of frustration. It's just building. You know how it is when, when something really bothers you. And it goes on and on and on and on. And eventually you're going to just explode because mm-hmm. it has to come out. If you've been stuffing down your feelings and trying to be tolerant and patient, eventually that volcano is going to blow. We see her erupt quite a bit. Yeah. Not, not like this. This no. was a whole different, different level. level. If this is in the States and this is even Muhammad, charges have yeah, been somebody, filed. Yeah. Charges have been filed for probably less contact than this. Yeah. He grabbed her arms and she shoved him off. Yeah. He came at, so when he came off the couch, he rushed her through the door. Uh She got up and met him. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the two of them came together and Mm -hmm. something was going to happen. It's almost like a a football play. It almost, the way she was moving her arms looked like she almost was restraining herself from punching him. To be honest. Yeah. But he grabbed her arms and she flung him off. Like, don't touch me. Yeah, and she came at him kind of swinging a little bit, but not trying to hit him. Mm-hmm. Or when she said, you know, stay Very away animated. from me forever. Right. She was really mad. Yeah. You can see how when people get angry, how this could escalate. Oh, yeah. Very much. Yeah. I mean, this would be quickly real. And it, I think it was real. I, I think if this was another couple... um. We've seen people get canceled for less. Yeah. I would think that if, she, if she saw herself in this episode, she would have to be mortified. Mm-hmm. She lost her cool that badly at her age. You think, you'd hope anyway, that she would be, I guess, in a little more control than that. Right. But it's just toxic. Yeah. This is, I can't imagine, I'm not remembering a worse argument. That I've seen. And you jokingly said, Uh-oh. calm down. Oh, yeah. Well, he said. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God. He said that she's <laughs> fighting words. overreacting. Yeah. And I went, this is. And you, you were like, what do, you, what do people usually say? Yeah, what is the one that gets down. everybody? Yeah, calm down is the Chill. one. Chill. Relax. <laughs> That's where you get smacked. Don't overreact. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, my word. Yeah, don't say that to a I woman just don't in a know. moment. And you see it, though, at the end. So he kind of, they calmed down. He did a good job of of getting down on his knees. and Because you have to get past this. And so he gets down on his knees in front of her, and they kind of have then a calm talk. And it's at least better. 
they're in a rough spot created by themselves, yeah. albeit, but it's still real. I mean, it's easy for us to sit here and tell them what they should done or should have done a year ago or six months ago. But this is today. What do you do today? Yeah. We've all made mistakes to get everybody to where you are. There's a, a good decisions that we've made and bad decisions that we've made that all put us where we are. And I mean, even for us, we probably wouldn't be together as a couple if it weren't for, for some bad decisions that we each made in our personal lives because mm -hmm. it, it's all a part of how you get there we wish every decision was perfect it doesn't work that way and so these two they're just on tv yeah and the solution there you you'd like to say well the solution is just cut ties with your mom and dad because you know they're bad but but you know it's not that simple and, and you can see how his dad is just that guy that sits quietly he's, in the corner and lets her do whatever, keeps the peace. He's Binyam. Yeah. It's exactly who he is. Yeah. And maybe even less Binyam than Binyam's more sit by and do nothing. Mm -hmm. He's at least speaks. Binyam doesn't. Yeah, the most he had to say was... Uh, I'm going like, to retire. <laughs> like kind of, he was kind of trying to calm her down. Well, let's think before you speak kind of thing. Mm. Like that was it. Right. And, and she pretty much just ruled everybody. But she, How'd she, you like uh, how the sister-in-law just whatever. falls in line? Last her. I, oh my I went back and kind Don't of you said. Just want, if you were going to punch somebody, wouldn't so, it be her? What is it? <laughs> her Needs smug. to go Southeast Diego. On her is what Jenny needs to do to her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Needs to do what Shahida threatened to do to Shida. Uh-huh. That's, that's it. Drag her right across that table. Just a little suck-up. She's just so Just smug. a suck-up. Yeah. Don't you think you should have maybe told your mother? Uh, it's when we just she's literally. She's trying to score brownie points with literally lunge the across, mother Lunge across that table. Yeah. Oh, and, my God. And drag her <laughs> is what should happen. I guess we should get this out of the way. I played our previous episode is the history of Liz and Ed that the phone call. So we get Ed here. And Before you move on, what? quick question. Do you think that the daughter-in-law and his brother have a similar type relationship? Do you think she's the one who no, rules no. the roost or, or no? Well, yes, she's the one talking. Brother doesn't talk to right, us Right, that's what I mean. So, that, yes. that hints to me that so. it's a similar relationship. Yeah. But the, she falls in line to mother-in-law. The toxic of all relationships is still Ed and Liz. Yeah. Eight times they've broken up. The Via friend, text. Yeah, and the friend is there. <laughs> and let's not forget, I don't think it was mentioned during the episode, but this is the friend the that, one that sent the sent text. The text. Right. Ed had him send the text. Yeah. Not all eight, I'm sure. No, but, but the big break. So we played the recording of of their phone call before this episode, the previous one. And I may just keep sticking that on the end of each episode after our tagline. So if you just want to remember where <laughs> Ed and Liz come from, that that's yeah. where they come from. Ed's the one with the ultimatum here. More often than not, the person with the ultimatum is the one that's in the wrong, mm -hmm. in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Unless it's a big thing, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, 
if you're like no drugs, yeah, if you're going to do drugs in our house, then you have to go. Right. I mean, that's a different kind of ultimatum. Right. If it's you're going to choose this person or me, then but but we see it all over the place. It's Andre in and. The mom, everybody's got these ultimatums that they're throwing down where I'm just not going to deal with these people. Um, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to talk about with Ed, right? Yeah. I just – what about Rich talking to – we kind of differed on this. Rich talking to Ed's mom all the time, every day. Just kind of weird. I thought so initially, but I'm betting Ed and Rich were – Probably really good friends. Like and, brothers. And he was around all the time. Uh-huh. You know, we have a soft spot for elderly people. Yeah. Partly because we're almost there. <laughs> we always have. But them. two, it's always been, I mean, we know what do elderly people need? Well, they don't have a lot of people in their life. Company. They're needy. They are. Mm-hmm. And they can't do a lot other than probably talk. Visit. Mm-hmm. And, and tell stories. Yeah. And so I think elderly people need to be listened to and right. heard right. and and at least valued. Right. And if Ed has pretty much given the ultimatum of Liz or my mom and, and he's chosen Liz and then I, I don't know the extent of of the relationship with Ed and his mom, but his mom seems awfully nice. Yes, she does. And Ed doesn't seem nice. Well, so, when he's with her, he seems nice. Well, do we we look? I think we think it's a little different on camera than off camera. Mm-hmm. I think we have established that in the history of Ed, he's it's different. It's possible. I mean, we heard him. He snaps and goes. So it's uh, you know. So I'm gonna side. I'm siding with Rich on this one. Mm-hmm. You know what? Somebody needs to spend time with her. And well, Rich probably sees that. It tells me Rich is a good guy. Maybe it's he takes the stance of we're mutually concerned about Ed's well-being. So let's unite in trying to redirect his path. I don't even know that it's – I think Rich may be like done with Ed, right? But not willing to be done with, with Ed's mom. I think it's it. I think – on the flip side, though, he could be a guy who enjoyed having all of Ed's attention. Oh, he he just doesn't strike me as that. Mm-hmm. It just – he doesn't because he wouldn't be spending the t- – he and wouldn't – And that could be the same with his mom, too. He wouldn't have such long game to it's spend hard, time with his mom. It's hard to judge the the circumstances with all these people because we're not around – Ed and Liz on a daily basis on to see what their relationship is actually like. Tuesday They've at 11 in the morning. obviously witnessed way more than we have. So, you know, it's hard to, to call it one way or the other. Yeah, I go back to the call. I go back to the phone call. Yeah, that was wicked. Yeah, it was wicked. Andre. Well, that call, I would say, shows me that Liz is probably chronically attracted to abusive men. Mm-hmm. Because she had similar issues with her last, her ex-husband, I believe. This is something that when they, I think these people, they probably love hard. They fight hard. Everything they do is wide open. Uh And this is one of those things that you go, something really bad could happen. Well, fueled by alcohol, this is a disaster waiting to happen. I mean, that's it. And and really, fueled by alcohol even more is Libby and Andre and that whole oh, family. Yes. It's wow. alcohol everywhere. Whew. You can say what you want about they Charlie. Some, they are some drinkers. Kelly, it's all of them. Yeah, you Andre, were saying to me when we Andre's were watching hammered. It, 
that it's like uh, like watching Real Housewives because sure. we know one of the behind the scenes rules of the Housewives franchise is that at every event the network provides alcohol for free alcohol of their choice mm. because obviously scenes are more dramatic when people are fueled by alcohol and so it's to the network's advantage to have more watchable television if they're all inebriated and acting like fools so um you know you can see that that's what happens. And, and this this looks like that because every time these people get together, they have alcohol. And Andre, look, Andre's negative and bad already. He's already bad-mouthing the family, talking them that they're scumbags mm -hmm. and didn't want them at the event, really, at the housewarming. And, and then when – who is it? When Jen – who is it? Who came the in first? Were, Becky came in yeah, first. The sisters were already – Running their mouths to each yeah. other about, oh, he's just networking. And well, sure. He uses people, blah, blah, They're bad, blah. too. But, you know. I saw something today, a reminder, that these are the two girls, as much as you want to think about them, that show, their, so that show their buttholes yeah. on OnlyFans. Yeah. This is, let's just put this in perspective. Right. So, may, I mean, I'm not trying to look down on any of our subscribers who have shown their buttholes on OnlyFans. But I'm thinking we have zero of those here. And we probably don't. We probably get accused of being judgy. Prudish. Right. But we're probably never going to. We'll definitely never. We won't have too many butthole showing friends. No. It's just not how we no. roll. It's not our. But Andre uh, is negative on them going in. And as everything comes out, even when. He says things went well because you guys kept your mouth shut, you know, and so he's there digging and digging and pounding where he could just get by, but he doesn't. He digs at them mm -hmm. when it was a positive conversation about everything yeah, going well. It went well. left really fast. Food was good. Yeah. They're helping clean up. And mm -hmm. then Andre pounds on him and starts the fight. Yeah. When they weren't trying to fight. And he, and he started out saying something about, oh, and you're cleaning up? Like, what's Yeah, this? that was Jen, I yeah, think, and little... getting on her sisters. Mm -hmm. They're probably sloppy, I would yeah. assume. That would make sense. What about Jen and the nursery rhymes? That was so messed up. I don't know why they felt the need to belittle her for wanting to sing nursery rhymes. I thought it was really sweet that she wanted to do something special with her daughter. I mean, they're mothers. They yeah. all have children of similar ages. They were all pregnant and nursing at the same time. Well, I you mean, get it. So what happens is it's, it's like these videos that you'll see of a mom. Again, you could see a mom singing a nursery rhyme to her child and the video going viral. Sure. You could see that. Mm -hmm. And so that's really what I think she should say she's trying to do. That would be it. I, I think to make it a big event like this is what I'm going to do, well, you know what, just do it. You probably didn't need to to go out and have a big production about it, especially when you've got what it looks like a 32-key keyboard mm -hmm. in the corner. Mm -hmm. This really isn't a thing. I think her singing probably should be without music if this <laughs> is going to be the music that you put in the background. It's like a... But I thought that uh, the reaction from Jen was horrid, mm -hmm. and I hope it was just edited that way, mm -hmm. and it wasn't her real reaction, because it looked bad. Yeah, it did. 
you, it wasn't you, nice. You, it's not like she was saying, I'm going to build a rocket and go to the moon. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I'm going to sing to my daughter nursery rhymes. And look, you, there's money to be made there. Mm-hmm. There's also some joy that you could get. Not right. everything is about money that people do, especially podcasting, <laughs> that they do together. It isn't always about a career. Right. It's about doing things together. Uh-huh. And the thought of her doing something with her daughter. It's really I, sweet. I think it is sweet. And, and I wish she would have probably, she could have posed it a little better i mean she could have done a little better Mm job i want to record myself singing nursery rhymes to my daughter yeah i think she she wasn't really wanting to give details because she probably knew that they would razz her about it i mean let's face it this is this family this is their history how they react to one another they show their buttholes they get drunk and they they criticize each other. Right. The side interviews were horrible. So she probably was trying to withhold the details, mm. and they just kind of pulled little bits out of her, and that's why it came across kind of awkwardly. Producer-driven, I would assume, that put them in that room with the keyboard. Hey, let's everybody go in here and talk about music. Mm-hmm. And she might have thought that if I talk about it, then maybe it gets it some publicity. Because mm. she put out videos this weekend of right. her singing Something. It it was not well received this It sounded weekend. like a old fashioned country. It was a country. Blue mm-hmm. velvet or whatever. Yeah. Blue, something yeah. like that, I think yeah. is what it was. And it was, you know, her, her lip singing through the park. And it didn't go over well because it looked like Andre filmed it all on his phone. Right. <laughs> so it's unfortunate, but, you know, I still think we go, you know what, give a mom. A chance to sing to her daughter right. and make it simple, and I think it would it would be just fine. Mm-hmm. But you're and I said to you, if she wanted to make singing some kind of career and get more serious about it, I mean, it makes more sense for her to have a realistic entry into a less competitive yeah, side she, of things. Yeah, she's not going to be a pop singer. No. It's not going to happen. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, there's a whole lot less competition in children's stuff than adult stuff. So, I mean, why not enter that and, way and, and see if, you know, it, it even works? Because what do you need? We even learned in the podcasting thing is what you, you know what you need to do is get the process down. Right. How do I post and upload something? That's the first thing. <laughs> two is how do I let people know it's there? Right. So there's a whole lot of processes, especially for people that are doing it themselves. Mm-hmm. I doubt whatever she did this weekend was not through a production company. Right. And Right. That, she said they were going to make a little home studio. So. Yeah, but she didn't sing then. What she should have done this weekend is probably sang a lullaby to her daughter. I think there's been one that's been put out. She sang something. And you know what? It wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. It was her carrying her kid um, as they were putting her to sleep. Oh, that's and, nice. And that's, that's the image that you want. Mm-hmm. Because people, it's going to be very hard to criticize a yeah. mom holding her child. Yeah, because then you're like, what kind of person are you that you could put yeah, that down? you can't down. do this. Right. There's things that are immune. Right. I think... Taking your kid to a winery <laughs> would be something that you could criticize. What the heck? This was so funny because we were watching this, but I was painting. And so I didn't look up at the screen. I was listening to it. I was looking intently at my painting that I was finishing. And you said something about them going to a winery. 
And I was thinking in my mind, because they'd been talking about grandma babysitting, Mm. that they were on a date night and had left the kid with someone. And so I'm thinking, well, it's not so surprising they'd go to a winery. They both drink, right? Right. A lot. And so then I looked up and I saw that they were carrying the kid and pushing a stroller. And I was like, they took the baby to a winery. And you go, that's what I've been trying to tell you. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, I don't know if that We're got... Like, do they even have child baby seats in the restaurant? That's what I asked. <laughs> I, I tweeted out, I asked if there's a baby, if there's a baby high chair at yeah. the winery. Like, oh no, there gosh. isn't. I was going to say, do they have a nipple for one of these bottles? But <laughs> it's probably not so wise. I mean, no. that, the whole kid at the winery thing, I, I think got overshadowed by the whole body conversation yeah. at the beginning you no know, he started out oh, doing so well i he said did. oh he's being so supportive yeah so this is her this is her self-image this isn't because he's made some inappropriate remark to mm. her about not being as attractive as she used to be yeah like because you, sh- you would expect something like that from jovi right but he comes but out he was being all supportive and oh i think you're still beautiful i'm still attracted to you you look good you know, naked he you, said yeah you look good naked you know i mean what else does a girl want to hear mm-hmm. you know and then sure he blows it you could have boobs sure i think i like big boobs or i like you could have stripper boob- boobs stripper you could have boobs. stripper boobs i like those he oh says god. oh my gosh and then in the side interview he goes something he about better. that um they could look better they don't look as good as they used to <sighs> And I was like, oh, you just ruined it. All like, this. So it, like, I think he had a minute attitudes. of good, a minute of bad. And then he'd go 10 seconds of all right, 10 seconds of horrible. <laughs> and he would rotate back and forth. You, well, that's not so bad. I mean, and then he'd just double Ruin down, it. triple yeah. down. Mm-hmm. And he's just going over and over. My thought here is, you know, I, I don't have a lot of talk a lot of room to talk because I haven't been through this, nor has my body really changed at all in I don't know, 40 years <laughs> or let's just go 35 years. My body's about the same as it was, you know, just in general. A little saggier, but that's but, okay. We I all mean, are. with women, you guys change shapes <laughs> yes. and your body literally has expanded and contracted. Yeah. And your hips have, have spread, has <laughs> spread and out this thing. So my issue with Yara is this, and, and you're going to either scowl at me or not. And we're podcasting a little differently today, so I actually, we, you're actually looking at me. <laughs> this is kid number one yeah, for Yara. Yeah, what's she going to freak out about after more? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you've gone through three. Yeah. And I'm not trying to, to say that one isn't, but think about like the Your Duggars. body bounces back significantly well after the first kid, mm. but subsequent ones, you know, I mean, you just have permanent changes. And she, I don't, she's but probably. you can't do anything about. She's I probably mean, a little younger too. I think maybe you have a bit more vanity when you're younger. Yeah. And so she sees the changes drastically. How and old are they? I think late, probably mid to late 20s. I he's, was. I think he's 30 and she might be. I was almost 28 when. Oh, so this is not too him. far off. Mm-hmm. And And we've seen pictures of Yara. Yara has had surgery. Yes. 
I don't know about body surgery. Uh-huh. She has definitely had definitely facial, facial surgery. Facial surgery. Yeah, her face has changed a lot. No doubt about it. Yeah. So this, she knows where to go. Yeah, she's no stranger to the plastic surgery. World. Jovi was putting this on the friends, and uh... yeah, I think he was more concerned that that she's succumbing to peer pressure. That he didn't have an issue with her getting surgery if it was for her own self-image because it was something she wanted. But he didn't want her to succumb to peer pressure about it. And that's where he would win. To feel like she's competing with other women. He'd say that and go, I want, as long as, you know, I want you to be comfortable with your body. Right. But you could have stripper boobs. Uh, Right. Yeah. You did it. Stop it. Almost. I have a completely different stance about Uh-oh. body image and children, you know? Mm. Like, she was talking about her boobs being saggy and stuff after nursing for 17 months. Well, I mean, some of our kids were quite a bit older than that mm. when I quit nursing. And and it does really change <laughs> your boobs a lot when you nurse for an mm. extended period of time. And we did it three times. But, you know... We did not. You know, I look at my body now. You did I'm that. almost 51. You know, I'm I'm proud of the fact that they serve their purpose. Mm. You know, I don't care what they look like, it's like now. Emily's mom said they're done. They're re- they're in retirement. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, I mean, I, I don't. It's, there's no shame in that. Mm. Like they they served me well. They served my children well, and that was their purpose. I think just the internet and social media has changed, and shows like Real Housewives have changed people's perception of what. 50s really like uh-huh. and that we all spend a lot of time i guess chasing youth we yeah, want glamorizing to, we've already seen 90 day uk mm-hmm. and you saw pat yes whose pat is what 67 something yeah, like something that, like that. and you thought you know what that say what you want about her in that relationship but you go you know what She's an all right looking yeah, lady for you can tell she was probably very attractive young lady but she's not it's not like Angela or something where you're right. trying you're to be something that you're not and, and that's sexy yeah. and I can get in Trying to act 20, and, right. And she said she felt 20s in her mind. I can relate to that. You that's know, good. You feel like the person you've always been. Mm. Your body just can't quite keep up with the I... level of physical activity oh. you'd like to engage in. Here it was. Jovi said, I can see how there is room for improvement. Is what he said. That was yeah. probably the worst. I wrote that down. That's probably <sighs> the worst line. Jovi, Jovi, Yeah, Jovi. and what about And the you'd f- expect his mom to be putting him in line, except that they're not in a good place. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Well, I think she drew the line, and she was yeah. just a babysitter. I agree with her. I, I think they're both wrong about 75%. The only part I agree with them on is that when he's away, everybody involved should acknowledge that she has no support. She has no family here. Mm. That if she, she seems like she probably struggles a little bit with some depression. Yes. When she's alone Mm. with the child. So knowing that and having seen that history, all of them, I can see where he would hope that his mom would reach out to her just for company. But where I think they're wrong is expecting her to babysit Mm -hmm. because that's not her job. She raised her kids. She did it already. Yeah, she's done. 
Her job is to be her grandma boob, her when boobs are she 50. wants to be grandma. Hmm. You know, I think they made a mistake. And, and she lives three hours away. Yara's part to blame for that. Yeah. Yara, I mean, she chose where they lived. Yara got them out and got them away. She chose where they lived, knowing that he would be gone most of the time and that it put them away from his family. And I know COVID is a little tricky, but... I get wanting to raise your kid in are, a more family-oriented neighborhood. It was not appropriate where they lived before. Mm. The environment vomit everywhere and but there drunk are, people in the streets. Uh, that's not a place to raise There a child. are mom groups and there are uh-huh. especially in larger right. places. She should be trying to create a network of support of her own. Mm. So I disagree with them in blaming mom. Yeah, and, and look like in the preview, mom said, you're not even, not even giving you a chance to blame me. Right. I'm nobody's nanny. Right. I'll come I agree in. with that. And a three-hour trip is a trip. That's, That's a an trip. event. Yeah. And you're staying. Yeah, she's got to stay then. But then when she comes and stays and Yara goes out, I would assume. Yeah, would that's not okay. And I'll also, as a grandma, I wouldn't be wanting to go and and babysit so that one person could go out and party with their friends. Mm-mm. Like, no, I'm not supporting that. If y'all, if I'm babysitting because y'all want to go out and spend time together, that's different. different. I support that. But how about I come and we all go out? Right. We all go out and share a meal together. Right. I'm not going to come here and cook and clean and right. watch the kids. Be your maid. Right. And your nanny. Right. <laughs> right. I agree with that. We meet Usman's brother. He says, what are you doing? What are you going to do with Kimberly? Which is, I think, what we've been saying for the last yeah. couple, 18 months or something like that. This seemed a bit odd. You, I think it's more sad than anything, right? I think the realization that... She's so desperate. That's what's sad. But for what I don't get is desperate for what? Because Usman's really given her nothing. Is it... It's the idea. Is it the show? Is it Usman? Is it... I think it's the idea to have someone younger who pays her attention at all. But couldn't... I mean, there. I don't want to say there are dudes everywhere, but I mean, Usman's, I guess, not going to hurt her. So I guess there's that. But I don't see, I just don't see the draw here for her. I think she's agreed to this second wife have a baby business without really thinking about what that would look like. Mm -hmm. She's not going to want to have another woman around. And she says that. We right. see that in the preview. We she's want different also cities. not wanting to raise the kid. She's like I a live-in. That in one of her last conversations with her friends. A live-in nanny is what she's not. This is not yeah. a sister-wife situation. Yeah, she's not even looking to have a kid to raise. I don't think. So I don't get what I didn't she's going to get. So I don't know how she thinks that's going to go. Because if he's got a kid somewhere, he's going to want to go see and spend time with the kid. And not what's and the draw to her? And that's going to then be around the other wife. So is the if draw... If the kid's not in their home. We go kind of go back. Is the draw for him the visa? Probably. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's really any doubt. Maybe we give him the benefit of the doubt because he's been around a while. But he's been around a while trying to get to the States. Yeah, but Marrying he's got... women. I mean... I, you'd say he's got good long game. Like, wow, that dude can really stick it out. Well, here's the thing. But it's bad because he, he's never succeeded. But he has benefited tremendously. I think you're right. From being on the show and the exposure. I mean, 
he said not here, not in country, no, not but, in America. But his lifestyle has dramatically changed mm-hmm. after being with Lisa and the exposure on TV. It gained him so much popularity mm-hmm. in his country that he was able to buy himself a house. Yes. With the money that it generated. So for him, success has already come because it's so hard to live where he lives and economically speaking. And he's already benefited tremendously as a different lifestyle than he ever had before. So for him, there's only something to be gained. And what we do know is that in whatever medium you're in, Mm -hmm. you can you could go out and. Hear, Use that platform well, to sure. You hear singers and songwriters that are amazing, that are better than people who sell. Yeah, who but are, nobody knows about. But them. nobody actually knows right. about them. So the issue is, is being seen. It would be uh, not to rate our podcast in the realm of podcasts, but you know we're just not out there promoting. We're not a social media savvy podcast. So right. Not so many people know where we are, right. and we kind of fly under the radar. <laughs> And it, we could, I guess, if we had, if we were smarter or our social media department was <laughs> a bit more savvy, maybe we could do a better job and there would be more listeners. Mm-hmm. So it's the same with Usman. This gets more people exposure to him. Right. And, and. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of felt that way yesterday when I went to the symphony and the concert was Queens of Soul and they had, you know, music of like Aretha Franklin and all these great women of old mm. and women with big voices. And these three ladies they had come in had massive voices. Boy, did they have some pipes. They were belting it out with no effort whatsoever. It was so impressive. They sang at least as well as the original sure. artists. I was and these people like, are everywhere. blown away. And I'm like, where have these ladies been? I never mm. heard of these women before. They they could be stars. Sure. I mean, the, the range of their voices and the power was incredible. And there's so much talent out there. Right. And I'm not saying Usman is or isn't talented. His music probably is not our kind of music that we could hear it and wouldn't know if it's if it was good or not. If it's yeah, good right. or not. It's just, yeah, I understand <laughs> yeah. that. But for him, it's not really that matters. And it's not like, I mean, you look at somebody like, like Libby and Libby's not, I mean, she'd love to be a millionaire. Yeah. But if, is it enough <laughs> to supplement your income? And so Usman's going, you know what? It's enough for me right. to live a better life. Right. And, and he is already in his own country. He wants to be more, obviously, right. but you still have to get there. So mm-hmm. I'd still rather not live in a cardboard box right. while it's a little harder to be discovered right. if I go to a, a, whatever, an interview or go to a rehearsal smelling like, you know, old butter or something <laughs> like that. So it's him. We get it. It's her side of it that she has fallen for this, I think, seems to be not so good. Yeah, she's overlooking a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And it's to her detriment. My favorite was that it's not a scam because it was her idea. Yeah. You go, oh, this is it. You've actually been been scammed. You've actually been scammed. This is what every person who's ever been scammed says. Yeah. It was my idea. Mm -hmm. It's not like, it's like, oh. They say that just before they realize that they've been scammed. But they led you down the road of, I'm stranded in Africa and I need a ticket to get out. But I don't have the money. Woe is me. Oh, well, I'll send you some money for a ticket. Okay. Well, it was my idea. He didn't ask me. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And so that I think that's what happens. Finally, 
Bilal and Shida. Whoa, Shahida brings it this week, doesn't wow, she? Wow, that woman is wicked. Mm-hmm. I I have a hard time imagining how those two ever ended yes, up together. I mean, that's the first. How thought. did these two get married? Mm. Wow, it tells you a bit about Bilal that when everything happens, he cowers. Obviously. And what do you think weep. about him chanting at the table? Well, I get it. I think through Reddit, I've kind of learned a little bit. Uh-huh. I posted something and I had somebody comment back to me in a very positive way. Sometimes Reddit can be good. Mm-hmm. Just about that is, you know, that um, arguments and voice raising all comes from Satan, according mm-hmm. to them. And that his chant is really what they're supposed to do. To drive away to drive the race. evil. Yes, mm-hmm. to drive away the evil. So he was. they said he was actually doing what he's supposed to be doing in his Muslim training. Hmm, what he shouldn't have done is put these groups, this, these people shouldn't be together like this. Probably also producer driven. And he has to know what Shahida is like. He knows this already. Yeah. Well, he knows it. Right. And this so isn't new. There's a reason they're divorced. Mm-hmm. But he witnesses this whole thing. He knows what's going to happen, like you said. But then the shocking blow in the preview that he blames her. Yeah, he blames this- Shida. What, what the heck? I'm disappointed in your behavior. Yeah. Huh? Wow. What situation are you talking about? Because we clearly didn't witness the same thing. This was not the same thing we were watching. <laughs> I mean, I guess she should have just sat there and taken it. Well, she kind of did. I mean, she didn't respond in kind. She didn't get no. ugly. She exercised a lot of self-control. I was impressed with the way she handled mm. herself. Because I tell you what, if somebody starts... Get an attitude with me, boy. They're going to get it right back. Mm. You're not going to talk to me like that. Well, period. it's the standing over. And I get she was leaving. Yes. But that she came and stood over. She had aggressive behavior. And I did a little research. Not that Southeast San Diego, it's not like Chicago or, you know, something or. or Compton. It's, yes. <laughs> but it's not a. Look, Southeast Diego, it would be in the 90s. It was like a badge of honor for violence. and you're like, mm. So the city said, the city of San Diego said, we are no longer going to break it up by southeast, mm. northeast. We're going to stop referring to that because southeast San Diego has such a bad image. Reputation. So for her to bring up southeast Diego. I mean, she was part of that culture at some point. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so she, it, it is, for me, it is directly an intent to d- intimidate is right. what she did. It and was, was a like, physical well, you could tell by her, her physical behavior that that's what she was trying to mm. do. Well, yes. I mean, there's no way to doubt it. There's no way to leave that discussion and go, well, Shahida handled that appropriately. She strikes me as someone who could get in an escalated situation and there be domestic violence. Mm. Yeah, she is. She's pretty wicked. She's, yeah. She could probably give Samith's mom a run for her money. Yeah. I mean, she's mean. Yes. And uh, I don't like the term gaslighting, maybe because I don't understand it, but she seems like that would be what she was doing there. Mm-hmm. She knew what she was doing in the kitchen. Right. Now, I think... She had a purpose. Shida probably could have 
let that go differently. The way to handle that would have been go to Bilal. Bilal says, I'll take care of this, and that Except won't happen again. he won't. Hmm. That's the problem. You said it. you heard something that seemed like that he didn't send her is how you took the yes. uh, a statement. From the conversation they had at this table between Shahida and Shida, I could tell that he hadn't sent her to talk to hmm. Shida about the the thing because that's what you thought at yes. the time we talked well about i wanted that. to make her as the kingpin of the whole thing yeah like she was the one and she still might be yeah but clearly she took this upon herself hmm. and that was her personal intent in going there perhaps he wanted them just to get to know each other and establish a rapport before they got married that's not the way it went at all. It went left. You see, this was before. This is still before the tell-all. This is the. This is it before the tell-all. This explains the tell-all a bit more. Mm-hmm. This is probably the last time they were together mm-hmm. before the tell-all. Yeah. And so you see how it's left. Cold. It was cold at the tell-all. But I, maybe there's something more. Even he wasn't looking at Shahida. If Bilal is blaming Shida for this. You know he's a running quiet at yeah. the tell-all, even with her. Uh huh. But she's she. You're gonna know how Shida feels or Shahida feels. Uh-huh. You're gonna know what she's oh, gonna yeah. tell you. She's gonna tell you that he. You think he would have liked to have stopped her from being at the tell-all? Yeah, I would like to see him take a position of some kind to Shahida about Shida because they're married now. He should be speaking up and saying. You're not going to speak to my wife in this way. Mm-hmm. We share children. We can have a positive parent-sharing relationship. But you're not no. going to treat my wife yeah. this way. I draw the line. Or this is he it. needs to take a stance, and he's not. And you can do it non-negatively, right. non-argumentatively. This is the girl, the the way things are going right. to be. Right, needs to establish some kind of boundary, and then because we'll she is it. crossing all yeah, over so. any kind of boundary, and and he it's it, and he's he, letting her do it. He's as much to blame. Yes, it. I've heard he's in a no-win situation when it's actually Shida's in a no-win exactly because she's got nobody you know representing her. No. She's there trying to defend herself to both of them. Mm-hmm. The you end. think maybe she wanted to go and. Maybe say her piece to Shahida and that she got Bilal to do that when he didn't want to? Well, I think she wanted to do it in front of him so that he could witness the tone and the aggressive manner in which Shahida approached her the first time. Right. And and clearly he saw it and still isn't taking Shahida's side. Mm. And so she's in a no-win situation. So They suck. Yeah. But... Week two, I don't know. This has been good so far. I'm not going to say week 15. Maybe this should be a 10-week show. I don't know where we'll be in week 15, but so far, week one and week two, we are pretty happy with yeah, this. Yeah, and I think having these two on the show is going to be quite entertaining. Yeah, so I don't know what more can happen, but look, it's real arguments, real discussions, real things is what we want to see. Yep. Not fake stuff, so stick around full slate of shows this week so that was fun a lot more coming up thank you for listening you can hear additional 90 day real housewives and personal podcast content on patreon supercast or our apple channel 
Just search for Coupled with Chaos in any of those three platforms or see the instructions and links in the show notes. You can also find us on all the socials at Coupled with Chaos. Email us directly at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast player.